Jim? Do you want me to drop it on him? I'm still standing. Is that a yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to CD Romp, a brotherly stroll through the PC games of the 90s and early 2000s. My name's Bob. I'm Jim. And welcome again to another week. This week, we played the game. Jim? Oh, you're waiting for me to Well, you are on this show. I don't want to really. Well, I mean, in a way, we're all on (laughs) I don't want to come in heavy on you. But well, yeah. I What's mean, the name of the game, Jim? Uh, Command E Conquer. True. And before we get into that, because I just wanted to mention it, sure. I just wanted to do one quick note from the last episode. Okay. Bit of a correction. I was thinking oh, no. about it this morning, and I was feeling very embarrassed for us. We <laughs> we are or are not into brewing beer and the and the things that come with okay. it. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So uh, we are or are not. We are That's or correct. are not. Yeah. You can confirm one of them. Right. So. I was thinking about, in the episode, we said, oh, acidophilus, I think that's the yeast they use in yogurt. And I was like, wait a second, acidophilus? That's definitely, if it ends in that us sound, it's definitely bacteria. Like lactobacillus, streptococcus. So that's probably the last. Acidophilus ends in O-U-S. Whatever the fuck. Lactobacillus ends in U-S. So your etymology argument is wrong. Are you sure that's really how it's spelled? Yep. So it's definitely yeast and not lactic acid bacteria. You're sure. I'm no, he's Googling right, right now. now. Okay, while you do that, so maybe maybe we owe you a correction apology and maybe we don't. Jim's going to find out. I think I'm right. Uh, you are correct. Yeah, it sounded like it. didn't sound like a yeast. It is lactobacillus acidophilus. There you go. For those of you. Uh, bacteria. If for some reason you're curious as to the kind of yeast they use in beer, it's uh, Saccharomyces cerevisiae or sugar eating yeast. Something like that, if you're curious. Anyway, that's a different show. Um, <laughs> welcome to CD-ROM once more. Now that our apologies over with. This week we played Command & Conquer, and let me tell I you actually how the, don't. I'm, I actually don't apologize. Jim like doesn't apologize, but he's near my apology, at least digitally. No, I'm not sure where yours he is. He can neither confirm nor de- deny his digital uh, assertedness. I, I can only think of the word in Spanish at the moment. That's pretty impressive. I a lot of Spanish practice. Anyway. Here's how this podcast works. Every week we'll take turns between the two hermanos uh, picking a different game. The other person doesn't know what the game is going to be till it's announced on the podcast before it. A.K.A. at the end of this podcast, I'll tell Jim what the game is for uh, next week, which I actually okay. d- didn't fucking think about and played that well. Uh, so as I'm going, would you like uh, to? No, 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 no. I have an idea of what I want to do, so I'm hoping when I say it, it's going to make sense. Okay, I had an idea okay. in my head. Okay, uh, and we take the week. We play each game for three hours, unless you beat the game, at which point you could stop early if you'd like. I mean, or if you get it, or like if you get it, or if Jim's you know. just decided, yes, I, I get it. And then, like, if you get it, you know, you can, you know, you know if you're you don't need in, to like, run a out the clock. monkey, escape from monkey, curse of, what's the one? I can never remember which monkey <laughs> game I'm not sure at this point which one I we know did it's or the did fourth not play. monkey game, not or, third. Or the third. No, it's the fourth. But either way, the idea is three hours, and you can play along at home by, uh, once I tell you the game, you have a week to play three hours in the next game. And the nice thing about it, at least so far, the games have been relatively cheap. Um, I think the average price has been around eight bucks. And we've been getting them all on Steam until Captain Chim came along this week and picked a game that has a remastered version, which cost actually a few more shekels oh. than we're used to. Yeah. Which is probably... I thought you were going to say it wasn't on Steam. Oh, no, it, it was much. Yeah, it I made sure wasn't. it was on but Steam. But it was very much $20. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, it was worth it. 
Why don't we? Well, we'll start there, oh, and I'll pass the I baton mean, to you. I mean, that's a bit of a. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeez. Sorry, that's leading. Leading sustained overall. Jim, why don't you start us off there? Yeah, hold on. Ugh, my organs. Okay, um, great. So I think we usually uh, do some background yes. talking about the, uh, the 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 game and such. Whoever so, picks um, the game has to do background research. Yeah. yeah. So I picked the game uh, Command and Conquer. Okay. 1995 RTS. Explain right? what that means. So, Real time strategy game. Right. So um, I did look a little bit into RTSs in general because it said that like this game was what really made him made like the 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 culture video game culture whatever define it as a specific game genre interesting so it wasn't the first rts i mean i was reading a little bit into it and there's like things like oh like this thing in japan was the first rts this thing in like 1989 this thing in 1982 wow that's that's pretty early 1982 yeah i mean i i skimmed well let me ask you this if i may so so no you may not okay (laughs) so um so the game was by Westwood Studios, if memory serves, which yep. eventually got bought out by EA in 1998, something like that. So two um, years after the game came out? Three years. Three years. Um, so this game was came after their the they ca- they came out with a game based off of the books Dune, I believe. I mean, it's named Dune. I assume it's named after the book series Dune. You know what? I actually heard about this game when I was listening to. Um Stay a while and listen. The history of Blizzard. They were talking about that game. Also, I tried watching yeah. the movie the other day and I fell asleep. It was super weird. The I original. To, yeah, yeah. I have to try again. Well, the original with the movie. mayor because they're coming up with. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, he's like the star, isn't Kyle he? Kyle McLaughlin, I think his name is. Um, they're coming out with the new one. Is finally coming out yeah. this year, next year. Have you seen? Like uh, well, you sound like you've seen the whole first movie. No, I haven't seen any of it. Not really? even a trailer. <laughs> yes, I just know. I won't he's say in anything, it. but he's in it and he's young. No, I, that's all I know anyway. Yeah. Um. So I was gonna say. So I. It's I so weird. Sorry. It's. Extremely I didn't see anything weird. about like Dune One, but yeah. they're very uh, famous for making Dune Two, which I guess is like a more runaway hit. Okay. Was there a um, Dune Two movie or do we do we know? Doesn't matter. No, I think this one will be Dune Two movie. Okay. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know anything about the Dune movie series beyond that they're remaking it and that people really like the books. Okay, and that it's incredibly strange. Add, Correct. Add well, that to your memory. Because, well, yes, because I think there was an entire like ecosystem and like multiverse that this person created. I forget the name of the author. The create because there's an entire Dune book series. Okay, but this is not supposed to be about Dune. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, Welcome to Dune so they, Cast. Yeah, so they made Dune, and I suppose probably, and Dune Two, notably, <laughs> right? Suppose probably. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, Right. So so I was uh, reading very briefly that um, they so this was like a follow up game, Command and Conquer. They wanted to make another like RTS, which they didn't know was called RTS at the time. Right. It wasn't a thing. So it was it was the the, a development from turn based combat and turn based strategy, because that was the only combat that was like originally it was like you hit and then you like. You know, kind of like in D and D, you roll for initiative to to get who what the turns are for combat. This person attacks, this person attacks, and this person attacks. Have you ever played a turn based strategy game, video game? I don't think I ever have. Uh, no, I think it's all super. Well, old. I mean, Oregon Trail technically is a turn. Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's a strategy the game. Turn? The computer doesn't get it. I guess it did kind of get a turn. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, any any strategy like game said before, that, and it, it was hard for me to disprove it, it quickly. Right. I don't know if I'm true about that at all. Right. Um, so uh, so so this was they wanted to make another RTS, which wasn't you know a thing. They just wanted to make another strategy game. Yeah. But apparently they 
completely went in a different direction because supposedly the developers were tired of making things in sand. Fair enough. So they made all uh, like entirely new terrain and then they came up with like this whole the 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 whole game is about like this UN sanctioned global defense force yeah. going up against like Emperor Zod. No, 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 no. It's called hold on, I have it's it. called the Nod or <laughs> yeah, something like yeah. that. No, yeah, Nod, Nod. Um, I don't remember if that's an acronym or just a thing, but it's supposed Neither to be this I. ancient secret society that like has presence in all these bad countries too. And so it's a the UN global defense force against like the the Nod. Jim, can I mention something? Because this is the perfect time. Sure. Okay. Two things about the Nod. Okay. Okay. Uh, founded, date unknown. Exaggerated reports place the Brotherhood's founding before 1800 BC. Yeah, it's ancient. <laughs> That's pretty fucking ancient. Well, when your when your logo is a scorpion, yeah, those have been around be for a while. And then I also millions. and I got these from the manual, which I read, which happens to okay. be. Okay, I will never read the manual. I'll talk about that on. later. Um, sure. Affiliations. So the affiliations for the GDI, which I I think is an inside joke because GDI on the internet means goddamn it, GDI, uh, goddamn it. Uh, uh, I don't know. Nod affiliations. You ready for this list of affiliations they have? The Irish Republican Army, Islamic yep. Jihad, yeah, Khmer Rouge, and others. Okay. Oh, okay. Not a good so, group to be rolling with. No, but that was the point. Okay. Right? Yeah. So um, all terrorists have come together. So, so speaking of possible or probable or uh, not at all references. Sure. I, I don't know what level you got up to, but it was one of like the first three levels. So I'm assuming you got that far. Yeah, I think there I got was to a like reporter, five. A reporter out in the field. He was, I th- it was either his name or the place he was in was called Bialystok. What's, which if you remember is from the producers. I don't remember that. One of the person's name is Bialystok. Really? I forget. Yeah. Oh. I don't think I've seen that as many times as you have. No, I've only seen it like twice. Wow, that's impressive. You remember that. You normally yeah, remember I just, nothing. It's a, it's a, I know, but it's a name that you don't hear. All I can remember is Springtime and for I Hitler. And I just was just watching. Yeah, I was just, Nathan <laughs> Lane was just in a show that I've been watching. So Springtime for Hitler is the kind of song that's really catchy and very difficult to sing in public. Right, right. Or... <laughs> It's it's it's, or, it's 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 hard to get away with. Yeah, you have to kind of change. Anyway, we won't go down that road. Right. Give the producers. Well, we're actually talking about the new version of the producers with Nathan That's Lane true. and um, Will Ferrell and uh, uh, what's his name? Matt, Matthew Broderick. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. But anyway, yeah. back to the nod. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. So that so so yeah, the game is uh, you're part of the global defense force or whatever it is. GDI. Well, you could pick. defense initiative. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I for, I even forgot about that because I picked the good guys. I picked the bad guys. That's actually perfect. <laughs> yeah. If only we so, were playing um, that, we didn't have to. Yeah, we we didn't plan it yeah. at all. Um. Yeah. So you we actually you, didn't. Um, he sounded like we did. We actually didn't. No, we really yeah, did. We really did. We we put a, a, a like a very strict embargo on talking about the game. Jim, at let me all. tell you something. I'm done being a pussy in my life. All right. Whoa. I picked the alliance on WoW, and I've regretted yeah, it ever since. So did I. You know. Now um, I'm always picking the bad guys. No, I still pick the good guys sometimes. Jim, because you're not, not 33 yet. Once you hit 33, you're like, fuck them all. Bad guys. Bob, for life, I've been 33 man. for like seven years. No, you jumped over it. Now you have to come back. <laughs> no. Oh, I got to circle yeah, back. Yeah, you hit your 40s first before your 30s. Yeah. And now yeah, yeah gotta, I knocked those babies <laughs> out. Now you got to do 30s remastered. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good tie-in like, to maybe mention. A Command and Conquer remastered. Yeah, version. that's what we played. Yeah, so, um, instead of, so, so for most of these games, right, they were originally run on like DOS, and instead of us trying to, 
Yeah, or like Windows 95. Yeah. Or it depends on the release, right? I, you know, I know that said it required Windows 95. It could have been using DOS, but I don't know that for sure. Because some of the games that yeah. we played did use DOS. Yeah, right. so I'm just saying in general ahead, in the sorry. games we play because of that yeah. of that era, right? It's either going to be DOS 95, 98, or something. Uh, we're, hopefully, we won't have to get into like a Mac OS emulator. <laughs> yeah, no, we probably won't. Right, so we so we don't want to be emulating those old operating systems. So we try and find games so we can find a current old version. Of, well, we try like, and find them on Steam. Let's just cut. Right. Let's just cut well, to the chase. Well, not necessarily, but yeah. that's the easiest way to find them, right? Yeah. Um, so so that's that's how we've been playing them. Yeah. But, um, I don't remember where the beginning of the sentence started. Do you, so. well, I, I know. Let, do you mind if I jump in real quick? Can you get oh, yeah. Just, uh, a, just a micro point. Sure, sure. We sure. Um, Jim had found the remastered version of Command and Conquer, which includes Command and Conquer and the first Red Alert. And it's yeah, it's, it works for our purposes because, A, it's very comfortable to use uh, on our newer hardware works really nice. It lets you have the full screen and everything like that, but it has all the options to swap things back to the original way. Yeah, so it lets you unrender the graphics, which I <laughs> I liked it way better that way. Oh my god, it, I I switched one time in game. Yeah. I turned on the new graphics and then back. I was like, "Oh, that's what that squiggly thing is supposed to be?" Well, I remember <laughs> at yeah, well, I, yeah, <laughs> once you change it on, it looks too weird. And it had a yeah, weird I mean, key assigned to it, space bar. Spacebar to go Did back they? and forth. Oh. Yeah, they tell you at the beginning, they're like, use spacebar to switch between oh, I um, didn't see new, that part. R- new version and classic. And I was like, that's weird. Every so uh, often maybe I would I do it, it. But I liked yeah, the maybe. older version better. No, yeah. I, I I switched and then I was like, oh, I guess this is cool. I was like, but I, and I switched to the old version. I was like, yeah, this is better. Yeah, it was better. It, was it just feels like more tactile. But it, it was, somehow. that's, it's a really nice, although I would say we probably lost out a tiny, tiny degree. By having everything so nice and, you know, 4K and easy to use, we we kept it pretty true by being able to switch uh, graphics and sound and everything back. Did you just switch the sound back as well? I guess. I switched everything okay, that I so could. Then, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't specifically yeah. remember. It was like the first thing that I did. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would have gotten any added benefit to like sometimes the jank it, of the moment no to having it like windowed mode on my computer yeah. or like not scale all the way to full screen. Yeah. yeah I mean. It would because once you're locked in, you don't really notice anyway. So that's it true. wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's, I think it's a very small percent, maybe negligible. We'll say. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. I think like in actual gameplay, it wouldn't have mattered. So I wouldn't. Yeah, it was have certainly the, if, certainly if it the same game. Certainly, look, we had the ability to make it look and yeah. sound and play the same. Right. So, so um, the game. So we can go over the basic structure of the game. And sure. Storyline to some extent. Yes. So the the nod is after. To Telerium, Terrarium, something like that. <laughs> okay, so, I forget exactly what it's called. So the resources in the game that everybody uses as money is called Tiberium. Tiberium, sorry, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. You know, Jim I, was making, making fun of me. Of, Jim was making fun of me for taking notes and organizing them before this. And now yeah, I've yeah. had all of the, I, I don't know, you know, the money was fun. called like Tommy Sarian or somebody. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter for the purposes of explanation <laughs> well, one what person, the actual money was called. Well, it's, you know, if one person has it, we have it. Yeah, we don't right, need so, a bull so, right now. So this was, um, there's just one method of of money, right? Yeah. So if you play StarCraft or, or other more modern RTSs, there's different uh, resources for spending. Yeah. You know, there'd be crystals and gas. In this game, there's just the one. It's terrarium. Can I make a comment called. about that, though? Sure. It's not what you're saying. Not in. Well, OK. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get to okay, that. You're ahead. talking about power. Or yeah. Are you going to mention yeah, power? I was going yeah, to get but then I was thinking about like um, 
because I'm I'm trying to not have this be a comparison of StarCraft and Command and Conquer, which is tough to do. Well, yeah, it's, so it's gonna <laughs> yeah, but if we do that, so it's much. gonna lose, yeah. right? No, well, yeah, um, we will, but yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And StarCraft was '98, I believe, or '97. Okay, might have so been it came after regular well, StarCraft. Well, once, well, here's yeah, what I was going to ask after. earlier. StarCraft, I think it's, it might be '97. StarCraft is actually kind of down the line in Blizzard of releases. Diablo One. I was curious to find out when Warcraft Orcs and Humans came out. If that's the first one, I because the tell first you. Warcraft might be before this. It, I think the graphics were even jankier. I've actually never played it. The first Warcraft, yeah. I have not. Um, I think it's after though. Yeah. Are you sure? Well, are you looking it up right now? Because I could talk about something else while you do. Um, can I? Do you want me to talk about power? I'll wow, t- Warcraft I'll... Orcs and Humans, nineteen ninety four. So before it. Yep. Boom. So they could have been. It's it's reasonable to believe they could have been taking inspiration from that game, because there wasn't uh, that many yeah, in I, that. I, almost. It's a not genre, specifically genre. mentioned anywhere that I could find, yeah. but certainly. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. When they were going to make StarCraft, I believe I remember them saying that they did take uh, they played Command and Conquer. All the like all the studios around the time played each other's games a lot. I mean, it was a super popular game. It's the game that supposedly launched RTSs into genre. being a legitimate genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so if if, uh, if people aren't familiar with RTSs, do you want to give them a breakdown of basically how they go? Yeah. And then we can get into maybe specificities to this game. We probably should have done this for, well, I guess we talked about adventure we games and play We can do it plank. however we'd like to do it. I mean, <laughs> well, we can't go back in time and talk about how, uh, or can we? how, to, how Tomb Raider was third person, a third person shooter. I was thinking about that, that we never touched on that once, that it was third person. If you, Yeah, I guess. If you never I mean, played it. There weren't, yeah, I mean, there weren't that many things that were first person at we're that time. We're really... I mean, I, actually, that's incredibly not true, because <laughs> you've just third person was actually... Third person actually came after, after first I think person. So, yeah, if you think, think about Doom, Doom and Quake yeah. and... Yeah. Wolfenstein, yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> well, we can't go back, That's but funny. I, we're kind of, <laughs> we're most of the time assuming that people are going to at least Google pictures of the gameplay, but we're trying to get better. So assume you could do nothing. Oh, you got to remind me to record my gameplay and I'll do it. Cause I was actually just oh, thinking yeah. about that in the shower the other day. At I was thinking point, about you in the shower. We haven't figured out. Oh, so was I. That's why I thought of Acidophilus <laughs> this morning. Uh, anyway, uh, real time strategy. Here are the hallmarks of the style. Overhead view. Um, yep. Sometimes kind of I think it's called isometric where you're not all the way overhead. You're at like kind of an angle. So you're overhead. Like a three kind quarter. Of, yeah, yeah. Some kind of shit like that. Um, you're usually using the mouse to select and move things around. And you're generally building structures and creating units to achieve some kind of tasks. Either destroy yeah, so all the other buildings or destroy all the other people or find something. All the games kind of do it differently. And I'd say yep. out of all of the um, actually interesting enough at all the games we've covered so far. Jim and I probably have the biggest breadth of experience playing RTSs than we do adventure games or third-person shooters. Ooh. Right? I would think so. Um, Third-person shooters, for sure, I play the least of. I think the most popular ones, I guess Tomb Raider, now that I've realized is a third-person shooter. I can't even remember. To, but to I, mean, me, I know we haven't played that many adventure games, so it's very easy to win this category. Well, I, I've played a lot of adventure games. Have if you? you think about, like, yeah... I mean, you're going to somehow bend that. You hate no, no, keeping no, you, this genre in the lines. You want it to be. No, I mean, if you. Pers- okay, what, okay, did you okay. what did you call last time? I still so, can't so, get so, over so, it. So, 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 so. I stand by whatever I said. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually just thinking about. So what's the difference between an adventure game yeah. and an RPG necessarily? An RPG implies that there's like character points and character development. Yeah. 
I think okay. definitely. And there's like uh, items with stats. Stats is definitely a big part of RPGs. I and mean, you got to love stats. Turn based is generally or else it's an action RPG. Turn based is generally. So an RPG. AR, I mean, I have a lot of ARPG, experience yeah. in ARPGs. Well, we'll eventually probably get to those games. Well, I those I think we're going to save for probably some special events. Well, uh, well, well. Well, the real problem yeah. is, I mean, if we could ever do, well, I, well, we'll talk not, about an yeah. unnamed Guys, third party. let's just say we, if have, we could do a thing yeah. where we have a game that we really need to play that I actually yeah. fucking pre-ordered. Okay. And I haven't played yet because I'm waiting to play it with other people. So we won't say what it is. No, I won't fucking say what it is, but I really want to. But I have an idea around there that isn't that. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so we explain what uh, RTS is. That's what kind of game this is. <sighs> Probably, uh, well, I guess this is one of the most popular many, ones ever. Yeah, we, we have Whole many, series. many hours playing StarCraft. StarCraft is a big one by Blizzard. And StarCraft 2. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You probably don't have as many hours as I do in StarCraft 2. No, no, I don't think near. you really got that much into it no. yet. But definitely, definitely spent a lot of time playing StarCraft. And that's why I was saying. Uh, you should. I mean, I know you didn't want to give StarCraft 2 a shot, but. I did. It, it, I did play. It, it is really I did good. play. I'm it just like really an old hipster. So I like old games that look old and feel old. And I just live in no, the, I, I just live and thrive in the 90s. Probably why this podcast exists. <laughs> now, I know. I think about often, like, whether I'm not a hipster. Well, everyone I'm kind a, of defines hipster, hipster you know. differently. No, but like I get mad when people are like, mm, "That's what hipsters you? do." Actually, yeah, they just—that's a mad. big hallmark of being mad. And also, like, oh, if, if too many people like something, then you don't yeah, like it anymore. I hate it. Hipster. It's hard though. I know. I'm like, oh, no, no, no you hipster really wants like to it. be to think they're a hipster. That's how it works. You don't call yourself a hipster. You don't think you're I don't a hipster. Feel. I don't. I don't. That's what they say. See, like you're hipster, hitting though. like every check. But like, I need like a bowler, don't I? <laughs> I think you should cut. No, Jim, you're oh, like a you're jaunty like, chapeau. You're like a pork pie hat kind of guy. I could see rock, pork pie. Rock I can go for like a pie made of pork. La, well, you know, I've actually been thinking about that. I want to try and make savory pies. God, we're yeah, guys, guys, we're, only had, like, Let's all of us calm down. We're, we're, right, just, we're, just, neither, just, we're neither here nor there. Let's back up a step. We're, no, we're there. We're there. We're just not we're here. here. Okay, let's try and get okay, here. Let's get here. Okay, we're let's talking about real-time strategy games. Command and Conquer. We'll talk right, about okay. our love of Blizzard right, so, games so, and pork pies later. Yeah. So let's um. We'll circle back to. Yeah. I believe I gave enough backstory and what the development of the game and stuff like that is yes. like. Why don't you take the lead on giving your uh personal insight into your experience playing the game and the specifics of like the game functions as it relates to other RTSs, right? Jim, like, I so, would love to. So like for me, I was kind of. I heard some weird sounds. Jim sounded like um, had like a grandfather clock in the background that he's never. I know. Heard I, I don't know if that was my doorbell or the TV. Jim, this is probably um, a good time to tell you if you go to cdromp.com, you can view uh, the links for YouTube. You could watch. You could see Jim's reaction, or uh, we'll have the links to all the other podcast things. If maybe you're watching it on YouTube and you want to listen to a podcast as well, self plug cdromp.com. <laughs> Are you hearing that? No. <laughs> Jim, if you're having hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause. Can we? We can. Yes, we, we can. I mean, those just, le- just pause it here, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> and blow pops. Take two. Yes. All right. So, do you want to talk about your experience actually playing the game and uh, what things you did and didn't like about Jim, you know, the actual gameplay? I would love to do that. Well, look at my notes here. I say to myself, and the first thing. Uh, Let's talk about the intro, the very pre-intro. Super awesome. Oh, yeah. Super, yeah. super I, I awesome. I couldn't wait to talk to you about yeah, that. Yeah, really cool. Okay, so here's how it works. It's basically like this futuristic loading screen that's supposed to act like it's loading you into the game. 
although it's animated and also at the same time actually bringing up your system stats to make it seem more real which is really cool yeah and it's like loading graphics yeah blah, 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 and like it goes like all the way it's like 100 percent or something and it's like and it shows it you really what cool. he calls it. and it's like kind of like a terminal view i don't even yeah it is kind of like a terminal but also there's a lot of graphics going and it like knows yeah. your resolution and starts out at the old resolution and then slowly yeah. cranks it up and lets you know what it is so i have an interesting really factoid cool. about that one that was made by a command and conquer community member over a course of six months the, that that's was because cool. that's a remaster of how an, the old one used to look okay okay so they totally redid it in 4k it looked really nice i just so happened to have a 4k monitor randomly from uh, work yeah mine is not i don't believe. well i can confirm it looked crispy yo i bet yeah, that looks okay. crispy in the dark Shout out hackers. Uh, so that was really good. There's there's a lot of uh, cinematics. There's a lot of things going on that aren't gameplay, although there is certainly a lot of gameplay. Yeah. To play. Um, yeah. There's definitely a lot of uh, cinematics, which are not like graphics. They did a lot of like live action. Stuff. There's a mix. Recordings. There's a mix. So yeah. they remastered the older recordings. And I watched it in the kind of makings of special features uh, within the options, like a side by side. And it's basically the same video, except the other one looks like way more pixely. But yeah. So it, looks, the... it looked like I could tell right away. It looked like they used kind of like similar, like uh, anti-aging AI, you know, like you're saying some like kind of where smoothing. They... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoothing yeah. textures and shit like that. It looked like, cause I could tell like, they look like, like when it was Too like smooth kind of, yeah, it looked like like they were wearing a lot of makeup or something. He might have been. I mean, he was on well. camera. I know. Sorry to say, I wouldn't be able to tell. From well, 95. when you when you get a chance, go back in the in the um the options on the remaster. You could watch the original green screen footage of like him there, the marker card. Oh yeah, I'm pretty yeah. Oh, okay. He was one of the developers, someone that worked on the team back in those days. There You're was talking no actors. about like the 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 general that like went missing Seth. or something like that. Oh, where we played fucking different versions. We had different oh, people. Oh yeah. Shit. I was the good guy. I was the bad guy. So I had the good guy. Yeah. He was like general uh crap. I forgot I about know. that. We had totally different people. I had a guy named Seth who was played by no, I know Seth. one of the devs or something whose last name was Gooch. And they had a oh. picture of him at his desk when he like wasn't all dressed up. His acting wasn't yeah. great, but I did like it because that was just like what they did back then. They just grabbed somebody and like, all right, you're an, you're an actor now. So it's kind of interesting. It's similar to Mist and where they, you had like a different like a faction to choose, yeah. you know, yeah. and follow along with. I had to make the decision. Uh, yeah. So I had the good guys and I had like a general of like the GDI or whatever it is. Yeah. Sounds like and an then infection. Like, right. Um, and so then he was like missing for a while. And so you were just dealing with like different attack forces. And so like, so, so for me, I had to go eliminate the nods, like air support yeah. or like air defense in each things. And then I was able to get my own air support. And then I would get like people in like a cockpit that would like come talk to me and stuff what? like that. So I did yeah, like dope. five missions. How many missions do you think you did about? Yeah. Four or five. Something okay. like that. Yeah. I, you know what? The last one I got up to, which I think I had just completed, was the air support one. But I, but I was the other side, so I was trying to build towers to kill the air support. Yeah, no, you you probably started from a different part of Europe. I started up in like Denmark. Oh, I was in Africa the whole time. Oh yeah, I was in like Denmark <laughs> I was and Finland. Thinking, I was like, this whole fucking game in Africa. Why are we all only yeah, in Africa? No. I got down into Belarus, and then um, I think one under. I forget what country's under that. Belarus too, yeah, yeah. Two or Belarus reawakening, e. red alert. Yes. Belarus <laughs> red alert. Red alert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's interesting. I didn't. 
think about that you'd yeah. be somewhere totally different. I kind of thought you'd be on the I same d- map. I didn't think of it either yeah. until you st- said like, yeah. So this worked out really well that we picked different factions. I guess, except we have, we can't really talk about any, like, well, it's even it's better. Not, we have the full it, picture. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, the we, full we gambit, saw different yeah. people, but yeah, we got the same vibe. It was probably, yours was probably the same thing. Somebody that oh, was on so the team you, that okay. they dragged So let me ask you this then. Yes. So I could, I, I actually, I kind of know the answer to this sure. because I was fighting against different people, but what units did you have? I think we had very similar units because I'll fast forward to one of my other notes. I read the manual, which is 86 mm. pages long. It's extensive. I didn't read every page, but um, it goes through all the units and a lot of them are the same. They might have slightly different stats, but they're um, they're kind of in HUD heads up display. The things you see on screen that aren't like characters Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, I'm explaining for the audience, not you, Jim, because I know, you know, Um, the pictures look the same for both, but they had different names. And I think the on screen okay. characters might, might have looked slightly so, different. So, all right. So, so let me, let me uh, contradict that. Sure. Right. Um, so I, as the, the UN forces, yes. I had a mini gunner, yeah. an engineer, and a grenadier. N- okay. That's what I got up to. I had like a machine, and from, machine gun yeah, man. From what, I, what I experienced from the other side was a machine gun man yeah. and like a rocket Rocket guy. man, yeah. Rocket man! Rocket man! Yeah. <laughs> and so they, and, and for your vehiculars, I saw there was like a tank yeah. that was like, um, like an, like an Abrams tank. I don't know my tanks like that well, a, but... It's like, you know, J.J. Abrams. I know Sherman tank. It's like That's that. all I know. And Panzer yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You know Sherman? Yeah. Sherman. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Um, and, and you and you guys had like a, a warthog, like Halo. Yeah, like a, I think they called it a buggy of some kind. Right. And I, so I had and I had a, a, a like a Hummer. Yeah. And like a, uh, not a UAV. What the hell are they called? Oh, An it's a, like a protected tank. vehicle. Protected. Yeah, yeah. I forget what the acronym is. Armored tank vehicle. That can, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I know exactly Whatever what you're talking is. about because I was just spent the whole time destroying them on yeah, the opposite yeah, yeah. side. I, well, I spent my whole time destroying <laughs> you. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Well, let me yeah. tell you something actually, about this. Yeah, yeah, this is the okay, perfect time on. to mention. Here's one of the things I found very interesting in this game that differed from StarCraft and other games of the genre that I've played. And it really pissed me off. If you're using a very heavy vehicle, let's say a tank, you can run over and insta-kill squish uh, ground forces. Uh, I actually love. I actually doing fucking that. hated it because the the goddamn tanks wouldn't do what I wanted because I didn't learn the controls yeah. well enough to know there's a force move command. Mm, neither did using, I. Using I think it's like control click plus or some shit like that. So so let, let me all right. So let me take this time to intervene. Yes. Okay. Please. I did not learn any of the controls. Right. As as I'm what as to do. predicted. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, the first couple of missions didn't go so well for me because I didn't know how to do anything. <laughs> Not an easy Eventually, game. Eventually, no, it, it didn't give me any preface in terms of controls or what to do, really. Um, so eventually I realized that this like platform looking car, I don't know if you had a similar car, could like turn into a mobile base. Yeah. Could you figure out how to close it back up or can you not do that? No, I don't know. <laughs> but I did learn through trial and error or mostly error is that there's a selling mode. And yeah, 
where you could sell your base and then you can't produce any more units and you just lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot. There's, uh, there's a selling mode and there's a repair mode. Yeah. So I, I couldn't really figure out how to do that. Eventually, I kind of figured out how to control the units by like grouping them and telling them where to move. But it, it's not the same like as in StarCraft where there's different like actions you can give the units that at least that I found through experience, not through the manual. Well, there is, Whereas, but we just like, didn't know how to easily do it. Right. Okay, fine. So it's not intuitive in any way like it is in StarCraft no, where it has way. in the HUD what specific Correct. action you'd like for a group. They did of not have that. Your you had to, to know do. the keystrokes. Yeah, so I didn't. All I knew was left click yeah. and right click. And I learned that right click lets you deselect whatever you're currently selected, whatever units you have selected. So it gave you a, an option in the options uh, to do uh, classic style or new style. The new style. Oh, I didn't even get that far. The, the classic style was where you send units out with your left click and new style is where you send them out with your right click, which is more like StarCraft. So they realized that people were going to go fucking, or I don't remember which way it is. One way or the other. Now what about Tiger style? <laughs> Tiger style. But yeah, because they realized that nowadays people are going to go fucking insane because every single RTS has the same mouse controls and Command and Conquer from back in the day is swapped. So they gave mm, you the option to change it. But I forced okay. myself to play with the old controls just to, uh, as a hipster, be very unhappy while doing it, but also be doing it the correct yeah. way, which is a nerd thing. So I have to do things the correct way. Okay, so, yeah, okay. and also on top of what you were saying, a um, couple other controls that were in there, and I have to just say they're different from StarCraft, but it doesn't sure, matter yeah. either way. Um, if you double-clicked on a certain kind of unit, you could select all of that kind. Yes, I did right? learn that. You could select um, a I lot think, of people. I don't think there was even a limit. Oh, yeah. I was like, I wonder how many they'll let me do. Yeah. Where in StarCraft, you could do 16 at a time, I so think. It depends on the type of unit. But yeah, there's well, a limit. Well, no, well, so it's, well, yeah, but the the units when they're stronger units, they group them into blocks to represent right, like four shares whatever, of one yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah, like an archon would be yeah, four, something yeah. like that. But yeah, there's I don't know <laughs> if there is a limit. Uh, I don't know if there was. I at one point created a very massive army and I was able to control them all. Oh yeah, but they all move in different directions, and they 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 won't push other units out of the way. So if they like if you have a tank down here, obviously people li only listening can't can't see what I'm doing with my hands. But if you have a tank to the south <laughs> and in one level I had a small bridge was blocking where I needed to go into the next area yeah. and I had some units that were on the other side of the bridge but not blocking the bridge necessarily, but these tanks behind it thought I did. So they had to go they uh, under their own volition went like out and around. <laughs> yeah. And in some maps, I don't know if it was the same for you, some maps didn't give me a mini-map to track my units. I have comments on that. Oh, you can enable it? No. Well, <laughs> yes okay. and no. Okay. So I have a note here that says, um, no map sucks. And then I yes. have a note later that says, oh, there is a map. And I was yeah, very confused. Levels. Yeah. So then I found out that there is a map. If you install the, I can't remember what it's called. It was like a kind of like the Comsat station. I think it might have been called that. That enables yeah, so the minimap. I saw that. Yeah, but in some in some levels, you're not built. The, your, your job is not to build buildings. Well, then you don't it's have just it. to build yeah, units. But that's that's right. what controls. So it depends it. on the mission, right? Yeah. I did see that if you build like the Comsat, kind of fucking annoying. Yeah, you can you get permanent vision. Yeah. Yeah. So, so oh yeah, but, there's but yeah. also we should probably this is probably a good time to explain uh, uh, something in a lot of games like this and, and others in RPGs. It's called Fog of War. Uh, yep. Basically, when you start the game, you're on a whole big map 
and you're only able to see kind of what's near your little radius. And as you walk, um, and everything's dark, like you can move all around the screen, all over the whole map, but you can't see anything. And as you walk, what, you kind what, of uh, open up the fog of war and you can see more of the map. Now, right. So, so it, it starts to reveal itself yeah. like a black cloud starts to unreveal Correct. itself and start and making paths. See vision Almost of the imagine map. like a, an anthill as it's making like the little paths, not an anthill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. the inside of an anthill. No, I know you ant, mean. Ant colony. Farm, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. And so games do two different ways. Um, there's way one um, where you have the view of the map that you're slowly eating your way towards to be able to see the map, but you can't see what units are moving around there uh, unless you have people there. Or you have the right. command so, and conquer so that's, way that's where... Act, active vision. Is that what it's called? I think I think so, active vision. So you have a unit has specific vision depending on the unit class and stuff like that. It depends on the yeah. game, right? But in other games like in Command and Conquer, I, I guess they didn't you know think that deeply into it. Or they it just didn't want permanent. it. Yeah, could I mean, have been they, a design they, choice. Uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how long that's been around. Yeah. Considering there was only so many RTSs before that, I don't know how 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 long that that function of the game has been around yeah. at all. Where you have to like discover that part of the map in order for you to be able to have any visibility. But that's certainly a big part of the gameplay, and especially with Jim's saying the fact that you don't have a mini map all the time, and you could lose the mini map, and you can't see everything to yeah. begin with. It gets it can right, get so very confusing. I think that's that's just a function of the the single player. They when they were developing this game, supposedly they had multiplayer functionality in mind, right? They wanted it to be a one on one. I don't know about two on two or anything like that, mm. but they wanted it to be a multiplayer game instead of just playing against a computer or just doing like you know single player missions, which I think you know? was pretty new at the time. I d- I think they added uh, multiplayer to the second Warcraft. Which probably came out around the same time as this, I would have to guess, seeing as the first one came out a couple of years before. I'm, I'm not re-Googling. No, don't re-Google. We'll just go off that because Warcraft is an episode for another day. Uh, but yes, uh, meant to be played both single player and multiplayer. Um, we didn't play multiplayer. At least I didn't. No. Okay. We probably could have. We didn't. I also looked, which is pretty interesting, um, at the screenshots of what multiplayer looked like back in the day. So you had this like... <laughs> chat windowy looking thing in total windows 95 there's no like nice looking graphics or hud or anything like that like a, a battle net in starcraft you might know uh and again apologize to everyone who's never played starcraft because we're going to continue to mention it uh, they should apologize to themselves <laughs> yeah, really. go apologize to yourself while you play um but yeah and it just it, it's 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 kind of weird the like starcraft is the lens in which we view rts yeah like entirely well i think it's like that for like Whatever game you liked the most or was the most you feel is the most revolutionary. Like when you're talking about uh, 3D um, games in like the 90s and then like Super Mario 64 blows everyone's asshole out. Well, it's so I mean, good. yeah, so it's so between annoying. You know, Super good. Mario 64 and Banjo-Kazooie in the in the 3D platform. Well, I mean, like Pantheon and of course Donkey Kong yeah, 64. Well, Thank Super, you I mentioned Super Mario 64 because at the time it was kicking everyone's ass. Like everything yeah. around at the time didn't look half as good as that. Because I was just reading yeah. something about uh, Bubsy 3D, and they like had no idea that Super Mario 64 was going to look so good. And it made uh, it that apparently was, made them look Bubsy like Bubsy 3D shit was company. what Sega Game Gear or something. No, what was Bubsy? I, uh, that was Sega. Or is Sega that Atari's CD. Lynx? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I think it, if it's Sega CD, if anything. 
Who? But anyway, we're getting, we're getting but very that far off track. Anyway, yeah, right? Was Bubsy? I had it right the first time. Yes, I think they so were looking that. for a new mascot. Yes, that could. They did. I think they did it a couple times, or it could have been PlayStation. Who knows? Doesn't matter. We're getting off track. That's for uh, <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. Go on, Angry Video Game Nerd. <laughs> he does uh, platform stuff, and I'm sure he has a podcast. Anyway, so we were talking about. He does. They actually, Cinemassacre just started a podcast. I see. I'm saying not just I'm sure started, he but, does. Yeah, uh, like maybe a and month he knows ago. what he's talking. About. I, I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah. So sorry. So we view the world of RTS through the lens of Starcraft just because we think yeah. it's great and we've played it a lot. Anyway, okay, we talked about Fog of War, talked about the map, we've been talking about controls. Um, one thing about the controls that we didn't mention that would have been interesting that I didn't do um, is you can assign teams, it's called. This is another mm. complicated thing on the keyboard with the mouse where you could select a group of units, assign it to a key number, and then you could use the keys to select those units by pressing the buttons. Right. That okay. probably would have been helpful. So what's what's interesting is that not only is there a lot of uh, uh, kind of different uh, commands and stuff that you could use for the game that probably made it easier. Um, the first three levels for each faction actually have like full detailed walkthroughs in the manual, which is oh, interesting. interesting. And they tell you like how to do. OK, now it, do, it doesn't go like, you know. Step by step by step, but it gives you big pictures like, oh, you're going to want right, to start building more. like six pool or something. It doesn't say like click the thing, then click the second thing. Yeah. But it says like you probably want to be exploring. Here's how you should scout. OK, next you want to yeah. build some okay. units. So it, I think that's it's a, it's a nice thing to do for people that have no idea what the fuck's going on and really care about trying to know what's going on. So does it give it any sort of uh, I, I didn't look at the manual at all. Right. And I, I probably won't for any of these games. ever. Yeah. But did it give you any insight into like the unit versus unit strength? Yes. Or like micro versus macro strategies? Um, I can't talk about micro versus macro strategy, but there was a whole ton of numbers and charts and stats and stuff okay, like that. Very cool. So there was a lot of stuff. So yeah, if you wanted to get real nerdy and complicated with it, you could. So I so I I noticed that you could like hover over a unit or whatever, and it'll give you the basic rundown. It'll say like strong versus infantry. Yeah. Um, that was or, when you were going uh, to like make for my it. grenadiers was like yeah yeah. Um, strong versus infantry and strong versus uh, buildings right. or uh, whatever the other Adding the strategy in there to make you like, oh, well, who am I going to – what kind of units do they have? I'll use this yeah. kind, which is stronger against that and weaker against that to kind of have to do the balance. What, what I'll say here before I forget to mention it, I thought that this game in its single player and its strategy was much more difficult than StarCraft, I felt. You can't just wing it. Um yeah, so I to the first couple of missions I failed like two yeah, times. Yeah, I failed in a, row. a bunch of times. I was like, "What the fuck? I'm getting my fucking ass kicked here." I mean, it 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 really didn't benefit me that I looked at nothing and no controls <laughs> and I didn't know how to do anything. You were just going off. Well, I played StarCraft and I'm sure I can fucking yeah, was, figure this shit yeah, out. Yeah, I was going off of intuition yeah. and and I kind of wanted to experience it as if I played it for the first time. First, time, I mean, I didn't read the know, manual until like, after. Okay, yeah, until right. just yeah. before we did this. <laughs> okay, so I I just wanted to see like. What it's I buy the game yeah. in 1995 and I go and try and play it. But and again, what it's like if you did buy the game in 1995, you probably would have read the manual. No, I yes, wouldn't you have. would have because you're Jim I, now in 2021. But back then, I remember you got the game. First thing you did is look at the manual. Uh, I did like looking at Game Shark things and reading. You probably all the would have. And, now games have got maybe, a lot more intuitive and they don't maybe, even come so with I, manuals so I, anymore. So, so do I have to get in touch with like four year old me? <laughs> yes, I would love that. But yeah, well, uh, well, I know for me back as a kid, not only was it to like figure out how to play, which I probably didn't even really use that much when I was real younger, but there was always like pictures of the bad guys, their names, the description yeah. got you like more into the what was going on because it's not like they're doing exposition of the individual characters in the game 
Like, this well, is so Dwayne. He's think, a Marine. Right. Like, that's in the manual. So do you think if they had the memory space, they would have done it in older games? Um, there might have been more. Now that I think of it. Yeah. Like, like, I, I, they didn't do it. Like, I don't know if it's a function of, of the era or if it's a function of necessity that they, did, that they didn't include walkthroughs or something well, like that. Well, you, when you put like, too much in people's way to stop them from just playing or things start to get, like, too clunky, like, having in the manuals, like, if you care about that, it's here. Right, but did, but are we only viewing it that in retrospect because they didn't have the room, the physical room in games to include it? It's hard to say. I think it differs in each game, the decisions they had to make or didn't. I did notice it said you had to have a double speed CD-ROM drive to play this. I know we That's mentioned that cool. CD-ROM speed. Well, you didn't read the manual. That's no, all this okay, kind of shit. Okay. Yeah. I, I would, well, yeah, I wasn't well, sure like I said, said only one of us that. has to do each of anything. We don't have to have both of us read the manual. Both of us take notes. As long That's as somebody fair. has I'm it, not yeah. going to read the manual. Um, so, yeah. Actually, I'll just I'll talk about the other things that I had here. Uh, oh, there's also apparently location bookmarks that you could set. And they will bring you around the screen based on the bookmarks on your keyboard. So if you knew how to play, you could be really whipping around this thing way better than we probably were. Because I was clunking and clanking. Yeah, so, um, yeah, location bookmarks yeah. is interesting. So, one of the things I found annoying is I had a hard time moving around the map very quickly. Like, on StarCraft, yeah. I know how to use the mini-map to get around, but I found when I was trying to use the mini-map to go look at something, I would end up sending units there, which I didn't want to do. Maybe it's just like yeah, a it's... misunderstanding of how to interact with the actual uh, usage of the cursor. But I found it annoying to find your way around. Although one thing that I did find interesting bit, with yeah. the, their mini map is they gave you a variety of views on a mini map, which I've never seen before. You could look at it there, if you like. If you clicked on the mini map button, it would cycle through all the different views. You could view a scrolled in, uh, scrolled in, a zoomed in version, which kind of moved as you moved. A zoomed out version that showed you everything, and then there was some kind of black background i guess less information version if you wanted to i guess see big picture oh, things like the resources I on the screen i didn't notice shit. any of that yeah i was doing a lot of cutting. i only eventually when i got to like mission four or you also got like further that, than me i think it, maybe it's it's a like your map is now uh you're able to fully zoom or something like that interesting so i could zoom my whole map like my actual view i mean i don't know if Wait, i could do the this full before screen? I yeah i didn't try oh, wow, I, I never tried zooming out but it said yeah, it said your your view is now fully scrollable or something. I forget exactly oh, wow. what it I never said. Tried doing that. But then I was able to like fully zoom out, so it was like playing Civ or something. You know? Interesting. For Age of Empires, I didn't zoom out because obviously I need to see. Yeah. I zoomed out like a little bit, and I was like, "That's enough of that." That's interesting. Yeah, I never <laughs> I did zoomed, that. I, I zoomed back I in. remember the first time I played Warcraft three, and I did that, and I thought it was so cool because you could get like all the way down on the ground. Or something like that, very close. And yeah, I was you like, zoom That's all the way awesome. in. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't know you could do that. I wonder if they had that in the original. If it was, it was only because the 4K had the ability I don't to know. do that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, sorry, I don't remaster, know. not the 4K. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Um, another thing in terms of gameplay that I wasn't used to, and now it, it's, I guess, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I couldn't remember any of what it was like to play Red Alert Two. I used to play that. Julio turned me on to that game, Red Alert Two, which is a really good okay. game. Um, you can't. Okay. So first Wait, command and conquer red alert yes. too. So okay. here. Okay. The two things that are kind of linked together in other games that I've played, you would click on an individual building and then it would allow you to choose to build either units or, or buildings yeah. based on that for in, in command and conquer. You're, you have all of it accessible to you all the time. You don't have to click individual buildings. You could be somewhere on the other side of the map and be creating things and they'll just go. The second yeah. thing uh, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. 
maybe I like it, maybe I don't. Not sure. The second thing that I definitely didn't like. And I think that's a good way to approach it. From I mean, it's from easier than having it, to go back and from but an it, early RTS. Yeah. I mean, you don't. Yeah, I I can't blame them for not having later game I mean, no, functionalities. I'm saying that's not necessarily a good or bad thing. Yeah, fair I'm enough. just thinking about yeah. whether I liked it or not. Either way, the the other thing that it that it didn't have, you couldn't um, queue up creation of things. So you could only right. create one unit at a time or one building at a time, and you had you couldn't just say, "All right, let me going to add two, and then I'll come back to it." You had to wait till it was finished. It wouldn't let you do that. Yeah, which was annoying. I I thought, but again, could have been could have been a limitation, could have been a design choice. Who knows? But that's just what it was. That was that I th- I found that very uh, strange and hard to get used to. I did so. I did appreciate. I mean. That they had different speeds and functions of the units and the unit balancing. I mean, I didn't get a full understanding of it, right? But I did appreciate there was some level of unit balancing where it's, where it's like this unit is fast, this unit is slow and strong. Speaking of fucking fast this and you- slow. Jesus. Some of them were goddamn fast and some of them were slow. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and this is one of the things. And I, I had this phrase in my head and I, it could have been a different game. I think it's what it's from. And again, hearkening back to um, the book about Blizzard, where they were talking about enjoying playing Command and Conquer and slowly snaking their way through the map. And I kept thinking mm-hmm. about that and I started doing it. And what I mean by that is keeping your units closer together, which means yeah. like having to manage in micro, micro versus macro, macro, the big picture, micro, the little individual people moving around to not have your vehicles move too far away from your ground troops because they walk at totally different speeds. Yeah, yeah. Which I was not using, used to having to do and also not used to having to keep people together for the strength of that. In StarCraft, it's way more willy nilly. People are survive way better. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I found myself, you. you know, maybe maybe for me that for my own personal, the only way I can beat the goddamn levels is keep my people close together, which required a lot of uh, corralling and adjusting who yeah, goes yeah, where yeah. for sure. Yeah. So you, for you, it wasn't as much. You didn't feel that you well, absolutely no, I, had to keep people. No, no, no. I clustered. did, but I just I. I, I well, I noticed it kind of right away the differences in speed yeah. by controlling a mixed group of people. How annoying it was to like set like a, a target or whatever. Like here's where I want you guys to go, and then I have to wait thirty seconds after that for all of my units to get right. there. To where it's like, okay, let me pick just my fastest road units, and I'll go scout for a little bit. Yeah. And then I maybe I can aggro a guy or two and bring them back to my ground troops that'll take them out or block use my cars to block off my ground troops or something like that and use them as like a defense system mm. in some way. Although they weren't that good at controlling. I mean, but you could do it in a little, a little I, bit. At all the controls I wish I had learned um, the force move and force attack. I would have liked because I was desperately trying to get my tanks to squash people. And sometimes they just didn't want to do it correctly. And the computer yeah. was very fucking good at doing so, it. So, yeah, it was, it was, so I didn't look at any of the controls, obviously I mentioned. Yeah. So, so I, was relying on just, you know, uh, click and drag, selecting a, a gaggle of units mm-hmm. and then clicking in a direction and hoping that also means attack. So a lot of the so time I was doing super, <laughs> super microing and where I was telling all these people to attack a specific person. But I would notice that like on their way, if that person dies, they'll just stop moving entirely. Oh, ooh, I didn't think about that. But like also if I tell them to go to this location and they get there, they sometimes don't naturally just start. They're not in like an attack posture as yeah. well. 
But if they're like attacking a person and then another person is there, if they're like in attack mode already, they'll continue to attack. So it was for me not knowing the controls. And, you know, again, that's my own fault. Yeah. So it was it felt a bit ambiguous as to what exactly my units were going to do at any given point. Yeah. So the, the the cursor would kind of change when you're on top of things to, you know, attack. And if it is on top of things to move. Oh, here's a fucking annoying thing. If you have a group of units selected and you're trying to send them somewhere and you accidentally hit on one of your own units, oh it doesn't go to like, it. It deselects everyone. Like, for fuck's it's sake. It's so insensitive. <laughs> the cursor that you have is like, it's so hard to bring units close to each other because like the, like the hitbox of like one of yeah. your own units is so it's very big squary. that it's, it's hard to group your units together. You, you end up making like such a huge radius of units because you can't group them tightly because you go and try and select the the space next to where one of your units is and you end up just selecting him and instead of telling your unit to go even walk to that person like you do in another game which i won't mention for the 50th <laughs> time you actually just deselect the person you had before and select this new that one. fucking drove me nuts and then i'd get like yeah it was very annoying uh, <laughs> i got stuck on the uh uh, I think it was when I was trying to do repair mode and I couldn't figure out how the fuck to get off of it until I realized like, oh, you yeah. do the other click and it'll get you off there. Yeah, I, I saw so I was using right click a lot to just like make sure I didn't have anyone selected before I knew it. So I was like left click, right click, left click, right click. I was like, let me just make sure I start fresh before I do any command. So I don't do anything I can wrong. definitely understand that. Uh, one unit that I thought was really interesting and I'm curious to get your take on the engineer. Why don't you explain how that unit works? Yeah, so it's, it's a, a high cost unit. So, uh, again, you only have the one resource, uh, Telesium or whatever it's called. Terabithia. Please say it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The the mist of Terabithia, <laughs> yes. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It, so, in comparison, so I don't know about you, but mine was, depending on the level, it was about 80 for a Marine, I'll call them, infantrymen. I wasn't really keeping track as much as I would have because I feel like the, I don't know if it was so smaller to I was see looking- or something. It was... No, nah, so I was, it depends. It, it, it depended on what the flow of my money was, how tightly I was looking at it. But let, so just for comparison, right? So I had mini gunner, I believe they were called was 80, which is your standard. Like a Marine. Yeah. yeah. I had a grenadier, which would lob grenades. He was about 128 to 180, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, money. And then I had an engineer, which is about like 320 Woo! to... About 450, depending on the level. I think I know the reason why I wasn't attuned to how much things cost is because when you go to click on them to buy them, it doesn't keep the value on screen of what they're worth. It's only when you hover yeah, over, so, yeah. it's a quick pop up yeah. and then it's gone. So if even if you have this that the build people screen up all the time, you can't see what they're what they are, yeah. which is not great. So, um, in my opinion, the, the grenade people, their function is they 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 can attack from a little bit further away, but the the syncopation of their attacks or the pacing of their attacks is very far off, and they just lob grenades instead of like shooting a regular gun. Yeah. Right? And the infantrymen obviously have to get a little closer, which opens them up to attack, but they can do like a constant stream of attack, but do a little bit less damage. I'm giving a take now that, yeah, obviously, yeah. it's all a part of uh, unit balancing. But then the engineer doesn't have any attack. And all they do yeah, is a briefcase. T- Toolbox. He has a briefcase. I wouldn't call that an attack. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, so what they do is take over an enemy structure. Um, Instantly. So I guess it's, yeah, one engineer to one structure. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what happens. 
Because it seems like sometimes there's an enemy that's occupying a structure. <laughs> he just marks them and then he lives there. Yeah, now. I guess he just like gets Yeah, it's kind of weird because if you dead. blow up an enemy building, there's like the people inside. Yeah. Like uh, so I don't know what happens to they, them. And they I don't think they make specific causes. mention. <laughs> yeah, natural causes. Briefcase to the So head. you can use them to take over uh, an enemy uh, uh, building. And obviously that means you don't have to use your units and expose them to gunfire while shooting another yeah. building to destroy it. If you it. can get the enemy in there. Right. So you have to kind of ferry him in the back. I actually ended up only successfully using one engineer. Really? I, d- in I all did of my it levels. pretty often as I made my way through. I, di- I didn't because I enjoy destroying all their buildings. Mm. So yeah. I was just kind of having fun destroying all their buildings. That's probably where I, I should I- mention uh, <laughs> the sound. Okay. <laughs> so you destroying things uh, is a good place to bring in that. There's a lot of uh, civilians and civilian structures and it makes mm-hmm. no difference whether you kill them or not. So, so when you start out, at least, and uh, you know, I started out knowing I was a bad guy. I was just like marauding. And they give a really Bob, great death the, scream. They're like, ah! Bob, here's the thing. As the good guys, yeah. I'm allowed to kill the civilians because it's for the I've greater good. I've done my good turn. Right. Yeah. I'm. This is for the greater good. I can kill civilians. Yeah, they're bad civilians. And you're not penalized at all, which is interesting. No, there's no penile There's no good or bad in Command and Conquer. It's if it moves, you can kill it. There's a sense. So, yeah. So uh, you end the level. Let's, we could just say this, yeah. right? You end the level and then it gives you like a like a recap and it gives Score you like efficiency scene. and leadership. Yeah. And money left Those over. Were interesting. I did like that screen, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, Unlike yeah. fucking Every, Tomb Raider. All, all like, of the Pew! graphics. And then you're frozen. Yeah. And it goes level done. Still screen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good job. Which, yeah. God, don't even get me started on that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so everything in this game I actually really enjoyed. I mean, the music and the sound design in general was really dope. Yeah. I like, have a the note music there was really good. I, I couldn't, you know, obviously sing any of the songs for you, but it was kind of like driving and like kind of metal it was good. and like electric a little bit. I was yeah. thinking of that comment because when we talked about catchy and like if it's catchy, did you catch it? Because I was thinking yeah. like, oh, these are pretty, these are pretty good tunes. Not, no, I was worried about, I've thought about it a few times over the past week. I'm like, I was like, oh man, I'm going to tell him that I like the music. And he's go, okay, sing it yeah, for me. Well, I thought about that same thing. And I was like, well, I can't sing it, but I did think it was, it had its it own like, vibe. Yeah. There was like rock in some parts, like I'm a robot man. We could have had different music. I'm a robot Didn't man. Didn't he say something like that? Uh, I don't know. So we could have had different music too, keep in mind. The maybe different, for yeah, the different maybe. forces but at some point there was one kind of like techno-y song where the guy's like i'm a robot man over and over so this is like robotron music I, well you're the, the master of robotron i don't know what that i was. mean robotron 64 one of the best like video game soundtracks i've only been near it i can't i can't comment but i did write down in all i mean caps, i guess it depends on how, <laughs> how much you like intense electronic music true i, I wrote down under sound uh rockin tunes in all caps yeah, so definitely yeah, the, sure. the the house was a rockin'. That's for sure. So we could say well, that. Well, yeah, well, but do come enough. Yeah, and actually do go on, go on, check that out. And uh, as Jim mentioned, yeah. the sounds were all good. I had no issues with any of the sound effects. Um, I even, at the after I'd finished my three hours for funsies, I switched everything to a remaster and I rocked in and with like bonus oh. tracks and I rocked with all the new sound and music and stuff. I could tell the difference with the new music just because it sounded newer mm. but they were doing kind of newer covers of the old stuff which is cool um the sound i don't i think it's the kind of thing that i didn't feel like i was missing using the older sounds it sounded good but it the older okay. sound is fine so that wasn't uh, a huge difference um 
Uh, I think that's what we talked about the sound there. It had like good good sound and noises between all like the screens, uh, like the menus and everything ah. like that. Yeah. Um, so there was a save feature and there was apparently an auto save, but I never seemed to work right. So I was always saving uh, during campaign mode. Yeah. So I would just I would end when I finished a level and it would tell me your progress is you saved. See, I thought that. And then one time I, that happened to me and I exited out and when I came back, the level was unbeaten. So I just learned not hmm. to trust it. But maybe that maybe I did something in a weird way. But I don't know about for you. So I had like the way I mean, I guess maybe it's just the way that Europe is structured. But I guess <laughs> Africa in the same is that it gave me different options yes, to go. Yeah. There was there was many forks in the road. Yes. So it was like you can attack Romania yeah. or you can attack you know, <laughs> well, I was like, you can attack Chad. Ah, yeah. Chad. Get over here, Chad. <laughs> or Derek. Come on, Chad. Going for around, Chad. Yes, there yeah. was uh, so, two So I, I wouldn't foresee that as a particular problem if, if it had not saved on me. I would just go do the other one then. Well, know? yeah. I was if just it was, like, if it was I was like nah, all right, I'll yeah. just redo it. What I, uh, I did yeah, start be doing. mildly perturbed. So, so here's kind of a way that you could have also, and I think we talked about this. Oh, yeah, in the Tomb Raider episode. So at some point, I realized that I can, within the uh, functionality of the game, I could save whenever I want, which means that... Okay. If I continually kind of manually save, especially when I get through some hairy parts, I don't have to replay levels over entirely if I lose or if something goes horribly bad. <laughs> so I can kind of inch my way through the level uh, and keep yeah, replaying no, save I, states. I do that with other yeah. games. Sometimes I didn't do it a I lot, need. but it was helpful because it was not I wasn't an easy game. It wasn't an easy game. It was not. I, I played it on the normal. Yeah, I did. So did I. I did normal. Difficulty. I didn't want to make it too easy for myself, but I wanted to give it, you know, an, an accurate portrayal of the difficulty of the game. So I just did like normal. You yeah. Know? I figured that's probably where I most people I honestly thought play. normal was going to be easier. I thought I thought it, you really yeah, did it, have I, to fucking get your wits about you. I, I did enjoy to an extent that it was difficult. Yeah. Once you get past the frustration of the, the difficulty. I enjoyed the fact that it was difficult by nature. I will say yeah. out of that's kind of what you want from a strategy game. You need to have some sort of strategy. That's very true. I will say out of all the games that we played, um, I the three hours passed the fastest for this one. And I'll yeah. tell you the way that uh, yeah, I did I, it. I think you might be I right. I did it yeah. um, one. I did it in two sessions. The first session was two hours, okay. which flew by pretty fast. And the session and the second session was uh, was one hour. Which didn't fly as fast, maybe because as it was harder, I was kind of stuck on the same level uh, a couple times. But yeah, but either way, uh, definitely enjoyed it. I definitely think it's still worth playing. Um, my only hesitation would be if someone said they wanted to play a '90s, you know, old school RTS. Could I? in good conscience, tell them to play Command and Conquer and instead of StarCraft. No, I, I wouldn't, but I, I think that's probably subjective. I agree. I don't think, I don't think Command know? and Conquer is without merit. I don't think it, I don't think it paled in comparison. I think there was a lot of differences. I think with this remaster, yeah, I think it's very meritorious. I think with this remastered and they fix a lot of little things that might bother you now. You have the ability to go back and forward if you want it to look newer or look older. Um, you could use your whole monitor, which is super nice. I mean, and StarCraft Remastered, I think, has all these same functions as well. But uh, it's really nice. It, I, I think it's really nice being able to use your whole big screen natively. Everything's working nice, but also be playing the old game. Right. So I think as life as in literature, sure. 
I would recommend this game to anyone who wants to play an old school RTS. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I mean, will will I yeah. continue to play it? Probably not I because will, we have this podcast and we have to continue playing other games. Right. But I, I will, will enjoy just talking because of the to function of my life. I will enjoy talking to people about it that have played this. And I and I yeah. I, I genuinely enjoyed. Um, when I was, I felt like I was kind of uh, teleported back to the '90s when I was playing this because, yeah, in a way, because yeah. like the um, uh, the actor being one of the devs and the, like the green screen and like the cinematics were kind of crappy, but then like some parts were really good and um, it was good. I, I I I can understand why this game was such a hit at the time. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed watching the crappy cinematics yeah, and like the sure. live action, like the acting or it's like a super close up on just their head <laughs> because I know they don't have a production studio yeah. and they just have one lady in a fighter pilot mask. <laughs> like amazing, amazing. No, yeah. like, And I was like, oh, man, this this is peak cinematic. right <laughs> here. You know, I wonder how much uh, and you didn't mention anything regarding a timeline, uh, how long they had to make it or money or no anything. i i didn't see anything specific uh maybe it's just not and there's also doesn't seem to be one main kahuna for this studio then as well no like a ron gilbert a, type well, bob we didn't we can't i guess we're Welcome going to, to ron talk gilbert about ron podcast. gilbert yeah he has to come up in every podcast we're the gilberts <laughs> the gilbertos yeah <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, in general and in summation, yeah. I recommend and I approve. Excellent. Well, this is probably a perfect uh, point to mention. If you have a game that you think we should play, uh, we want to know what it is and we want to know why. Give us your little backstory and why you think it's so great. Or maybe it's a game that you've never played and want to play. Send us an email at theboys at cdrom.com. Uh, if you want to check out all of our old episodes in either uh, YouTube video form or uh, on your favorite podcasting platform, you could just go to the website cdromp.com or search for cdromp in uh, any of those things that you usually find things to watch and listen. So the last portion of each episode um, contains the other brother who didn't recommend this game or uh, make us play this game to give a game that we're going to play next week. And now I haven't done the back I, research uh, into right. how we're going to get it and play it. So that we're going to have to work okay. on our own because normally I make sure it's on Steam and so, stuff like that. So, but I do know what game I want to play and I had been thinking about it all week. And oh I know because uh, I Googled it that the date's correct to fall into the podcast. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. Well, if there's a will, there's we'll a way. I, 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 I think we'll be able to right. figure it out. Okay. okay. The okay. game okay. we're going to be playing okay. next week is The Sims. One, the original, the original Sims? Sims came okay. out in the year two thousand. Yeah, we could figure that out. That's yeah, there's got to be a way to do that, and that's uh, no, yeah, we could figure that one. I, out. You know, I originally wanted to do one uh, of the that one. I will look forward. I, to. I, you know, I originally wanted to do one of the older ones in the series, um, but I kind of couldn't make up my mind, and we'll probably get back to there. But I, I think it's just so different than anything that we've been doing. A lot more. Um, Oh, well, you know what? I won't talk about it uh, now. We'll talk about it in the next one. But uh, very interesting in terms of a, a game um, by uh, Maxis. What, what's our uh, what's our what's our date cutoff for games and for so video it's games? CD romp, a brotherly stroll through the PC games of the 90s and early 2000s. So I'd say okay. anything before 2005 could probably be considered early 2000s, right? OK, because at 2005, we round up. I would have to imagine that's mid 2000s, not early 2000s. But as I mentioned, okay. 
for anything. Uh, let me let me just do a quick aside. This podcast is made for the people that love these games and love talking about this nerdy shit like we do. So if there's a a, a large horde of people banging on the door that want us to play a game from 2006. Oh yeah. Well, we may bend the knee. I mean, we'll make sure we try and stay on topic most of the time. But if we're all if we're all getting uh, you know a little, little happy, happy gruntle from that, we'll fucking do it. Just like the mm, I don't know if just I like the over will we ever play Donkey Kong sixty four? If three people make a comment about it in a YouTube video, we don't know, but we're up for anything. I mean, I'll I'll play Donkey Kong sixty four <laughs> under my own volition. <laughs> He'll challenge challenge himself. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Um, I don't think this will be the only game in the Command and Conquer series that we'll end up playing. Hopefully, this podcast will be going uh, on for years and years, and there's plenty to choose from. Maybe, and we'll make our way. Um, one thing I will say, and, and you seem to be kind of following at this point too. I think it's a good idea. The trend that we're doing that if we're gonna uh, pick a game from a popular series, we'll start at the first one. Yeah, I mean, we've, we I followed think, the trend. I, I, everything okay, okay. except the well, first episode where we jumped into the middle of monkeys. I tried to. I <laughs> no, tried you, no, to. No, 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 you almost tried to because you weren't starting at the very first game. No, I did. No, tried you tried to start, to start, the start first game. The, I thought you tried to start at the second game. No, I tried to start at the first uh, game. So it's my fault, really. Again, still, it, it is your fault. Yeah. Um, but I will blame myself secondarily <laughs> for for not verifying. Me. Yeah, yeah, for not fact checking you, yeah. you went and you're like, okay, I found it, and you downloaded yes. it, and I, I, because I wasn't that familiar with the series, I didn't realize the distinction between Curse of Monkey Island and Secret of Monkey Island and Escape from Monkey now Island. Now that we're the Gilbertos, we know much better. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we know the Ronnie G's. And I purposely made sure I didn't. I I picked a non-Ronnie G game because we gotta let him breathe. Well, so so I can pick one then. In theory, you can. We at least wait. You know, we at least took two games in between. Whew. Yeah. Okay. Let good. it breathe. Let it, right. let it air. Uh, he's breathing air now, it so out, we can dog. bring him back down underwater. Jim, do you have any uh, final words to wrap this up for the, no, the kids? No, I, I, in fact, do not. No, me neither. So we'll catch you guys uh, if you want to play along. Play The Sims one for at least three hours this week, and uh, we'll catch you next week, and uh, we'll chat about it. Thanks so much for. Uh, Hanging out with us. All right. Good night. Catch you later, warehouse. Godspeed. Catch you on the flippity flip. Peace. See you later, warehouse.